Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike to tell you along with Charlie Long. And Steve Geller will join us at 544 Triple Option. We're going to do this each and every day leading up until the NFL Combine, end of the month, starting the first couple of days in March of uh, groups and uh, who I think are the top players in this year's draft class. And we'll start out with the most important position out on the field at quarterback. And uh, my number one rated player is Caleb Williams from USC, and I think he'll be the first pick in the draft. And my number two rated player is Jaden Daniels from LSU. I felt that way. I said that at the end of October. I feel that way today. Just look at what he's done out on the field. Uh, he's got a real whip for an arm. He's gotten much better with his accuracy skills on the deeper passes. I thought he was always a pretty good short intermediate guy. It was the deeper throws that he was missing on. And he told me in the summer it was the one thing he worked on the most his ability to read and recognize coverages has certainly improved. And he's got elite running skills. I mean, you, you can't ask for anybody to run the ball better than what Jaden Daniels can. Uh, you, you see guys, he outruns the angles. They think they have an angle on him, and he outruns it. Uh, so I think he'll be the second overall pick in the draft, and it wouldn't surprise me. The third pick in the draft is Drake May from North Carolina. Um Again, they are a premium. It's a premium position. It is built around. If you don't have a top-flight quarterback, you're looking for one if you don't have one. And I think you got to take a shot with one of these three guys. And I do think Caleb will go number one. I don't be surprised either at the two or the three spots. Someone try to make some move to get in there to either get Caleb or, or Drake May. The one thing with Jaden, no, I'll, I'll give him a little bit of advice with the way he's built. Once you break that pocket and you become a runner, you better learn how to slide. They're going to try to take your head off. And he's one tough dude now. He takes some nasty shots out on that field. But the NFL is a different world. And so he's going to have to learn how to kind of hit the deck a little bit quicker. But, man, can he run, Charlie? And, uh, again, I think what you're looking at with Williams, Daniels, May, is either the top three or three of the top four. I think it's almost certainly going to be the top three unless, you know, no, I, I really do think. Because unless, even if a team trades down from one of those top three picks, whoever moves up into that spot is going to take a quarterback. Like you're not going to move up for Marvin Harrison Jr. I don't think into the top three. I think he's going to be the he's he's, he's going to be best, the fourth guy to he's Arizona. He's the best non quarterback in this group for sure. Uh, and so, but I think it'll be one, two, three. Uh, I think it'll be Caleb, Jaden, and Drake. And then there's a gap, I would say, right, Mike? Like between a nice, the third guy and a the nice fourth gap. guy, and your fourth guy is Michigan's JJ McCarthy. Yeah, he did what they asked him to do. Okay, they didn't ask him to throw the football twenty five, thirty times a game. That's not what Jim Harbaugh wanted. He wanted to run the football and physically beat you up. But spin that tape on about McCarthy. He's smart. He's accurate. 
Uh, he's got a quick setup, a nice release point. Uh, he is he is very accurate with his throws. Uh, now, they didn't ask him to throw a lot of deeper stuff. Uh, most of it was short intermediate, but he connected on those passes. And he's a much better athlete than people give him credit for. I think J.J. McCarthy will end up being a top 19 pick in this draft. I think he will not get to 20. So how many first-round quarterbacks do you have in this class, Mike? I think six will go. Six in the first round. Now, I'm not saying all six got first-round pick grades, but I think because of the position and because of all the needs in this league. Charlie, look, look who was playing quarterback toward the no, end. No, you're right. So I think they're going to have teams saying, you know what, I'm going to take a shot. Uh, you know, with Penix, I think a lot of it is going to do – I'll come down to medicals. Your number five guy, by the way. So yeah. You have JJ at four, and then you have Michael Penix from Washington at number five. How the medicals come out with him, and um, we saw him. He's a pinpoint passer, again accurate. Uh, I like his setup and his ability to throw over the top. It's clean and uh, doesn't have a. He, he's not a East West runner now. He stays in that pocket pretty good. And uh, but man, he is really sharp getting that ball downfield in between arms and hands, and he can make it happen. Again, if the medicals turn out right, and he's had operations on both knees. So that is going to be a key uh, for Michael Penix Jr. And then number six, Bo Nix. You have him sneaking into the first round, Mike. Yeah, I think he goes late in round one. Okay. Uh, again, we saw just how efficient he was running that high-paced Quick offense, quick throws, get it out fast. Uh, he made good decisions. Now, what I get a lot are people double-checking Bo Nix. Why he didn't work at Auburn? Well, he didn't run that Oregon offense at Auburn. That, that's partially it. And he's got mobility skills too now, uh, which is pretty decent. He can get out of the way of traffic. But uh, most of his game was short, intermediate. Every once in a while, he'd air one out. Again, people bring up, you know, well, he's 24 years old. Okay, so what? He's not on the Social Security plan. Uh, (laughs) If you can have a quarterback for 10 years, uh, isn't that what you would look for? So I think somebody will fall in love with Michael Penix and Bo Nix, and I think they'll both end up in round one. And then there's, once again, a gap. So it's almost groups of three we got here, Mike. The first three picks of the draft, Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels, and Drake May. Now, the order may be a little bit different if Drake gets picked above Jaden or if Jaden goes three. We'll find out what happens there. So there's a gap from those first three guys. And then you have J.J. McCarthy from Michigan, Michael Penix Jr. from Washington, and then Bo Nix from Oregon all sneaking into the first round later on in the first round. Which is actually kind of interesting to think about, Mike, because we're, we're going to talk about all the positions leading up to the draft. Because only but- have... 22 graded first-round pick players. It feels like there's going to be six to seven offensive tackles taken in the first round. and then maybe Well, I got even... five of those going as I'm talking about number one picks Yes, in that 22, five of them offensive tackles. That makes sense to me. And then you have probably seven receivers that are going to be taken in the first round as well. So it's going to be a lot of offensive players uh, taking the first 32 picks. The spillover receivers will really help round two. Uh, Of what happens with a guy like Troy Franklin, who I really like for Morgan. Now, he's not the biggest cat in the world. Man, can he run and he is quick into and out of a cut and a break in no time flat? Uh, Will he be a late first round pick? I think it's possible there, but. 
I think you just because of the quarterback position, I think you're going to get overdrafted. It didn't happen last year though with Will Levis. Because I thought he would get in round one. Now, they had teams trying to trade up once they saw he took that little bit of a free fall. They had some teams trying to get up in late in round one to select him. Titans ended up got him. And we're only a couple years removed from that really weak quarterback class that had like Desmond Ritter and Malik Willis and, you know, those cats. And Kenny Pickett was the only first round guy taken. And he hasn't really worked out. You're looking at Pittsburgh potentially trying to get a new quarterback if they. In, in fact, decided to do that. So after Bo I Nicks, think Mike, Pittsburgh in Atlanta and a couple other teams get into this Justin Fields conversation. Yeah. Immensely. Because now you don't have to give up a first round pick to get Justin. Now you're going to have to pay him. So it becomes financially a situation there. But you probably have to give up a second and, and kick in something else. Fields makes a lot of sense with Pittsburgh because now they have Arthur Smith and how he likes to run offense through the running game and everything like that. I mean, he would have made sense in Atlanta, but Smith is now an OC with the Steelers. So moving on, Mike, we got the final three guys on this list that you have ranked. You got Spencer Rattler from South Carolina at number seven, Michael Pratt from Tulane at number eight, and then Joe Milton from Tennessee at number nine. Spencer Rattler, you're going to have a wide variety of opinion on Spencer. Some people really like him. Some people really don't. Uh, he's not the biggest guy in the world. You talk about a guy that can spin a ball. He came to Manning Passing Academy, and I'm telling you, Charlie, can he spin it? Uh, from that 12 to 20-yard range, man, you talk about tight window throws, Spencer Rattler can make them. The problem with Spencer is his eroticism. Some games he looks unbelievable. In other games, everything's high. It tells me one thing, he's not setting his feet throwing the football. He's kind of doing it off balance, and uh, but I thought he had a really good week of practice at the Senior Bowl, had a really good game at the Senior Bowl, and you know what? You're not running for the presidency of the United States. You don't win the electoral college here. You're looking for one team, and somebody will fall in love with Spencer Rattler. Uh, Michael Pratt, I, I think this year you'd have to admit he was banged up this year for most of the season. Uh, we didn't get to see him at his very best. Tough guy, can make all the NFL throws. Uh, he's gotten much better in this, what I call kind of alley-oop type throw, where he'll put it up in between a defender and a receiver and have that receiver go up and get it. I really like Michael Pratt. I think he'll get picked late in round two, early in the third round. So uh, Michael Pratt's a guy that's going to get a lot of look-see. Uh, in this draft class because he'll be a second-day pick. And somebody's going to fall in love with Joe Milton. Uh, you know, you and I talked about the arms, this. The, the raw talent is Man, just ridiculous. He came in, uh, and I saw him throw the football before. He came into Manning, and he put on a show that was unbelievable, just arm talent. Now, again, there is uh, a wide variety of him being erratic. Oh, and yeah. I don't even know if that's the right term, but – when he's on, he can beat you, and he's got some wheels on him. He can run. But uh, you talk about an arm. He he can put a ball anywhere out on the field. It doesn't mean it's accurate. But somebody will think they dot the field and can fix it. Oh, yeah. And and, and he, he, he made the point to me, him and Jim Harbaugh didn't get along real well, so to speak, at Michigan. And I can understand why. 
you know, because Jim wants to run the football, control the clock, and Joe want to just host it downfield and and throw the football deep. He's got a cannon attached to his right arm. It's just a matter of you know his accuracy issues. As you said, he's very inconsistent at times during Tennessee. Like you were kind of expecting after the year that Hendon Hooker had with the Volunteers last season that Joe Milton would kind of take the reins and they would still be really good. They just weren't, Mike. They, they had their he issues last off. year. And I, I know the year before when Hendon Hooker was there, he was telling me, I just wish I had his own talent. It, it, he could he could see just how Joe Milton could throw the football. But I think somebody will pick him, and it wouldn't be surprising to me, late in round three, early in the fourth round, Somebody take a shot at Joe Milton and see if they can't get the sandpaper and knock off some of the rough spots with him. Yeah, just get Physically, the Physically, he yeah. has got what you're looking for. But my thing is, you see he's a little slow and almost a little bit of hesitancy. He reminds me a little bit of Ryan Tannehill that way. I, I, I want to throw it, I, I, but I'm not real confident it's going to be there, and, and he waits and waits, and then it sometimes gets knocked away or picked off.